Hey, Fims. Grab your journals and pens and let's tune in to that Fem Fatale podcast. Hey guys, it's official. We're back for season two. I'm so grateful, y'all. It's been a crazy year and here we are in 2023. You guys, so let's go ahead and hop into this quote and do our thing. Y'all already know at this point, this is going to be one of those episodes. So the topic for today is going to be from lessons to blessings. And the quote is, your past does not equal your future by Anthony Robbins. So I don't know about you guys. I can only speak for myself, but y'all comment down below or hit me up on Instagram at that Fatel podcast and let me know if I'm correct. But 2022, y'all, collectively gave everyone a run for their money. If 2020 or 2021 missed you, 2022 made sure that it got all the stragglers and like did the last bit of dragging into your transformation into 2023. I said that to say this. For me, 2022, guys, it was, I learned a lot of lessons for the second, third, fourth time around, but it taught me a lot in 2022, I came to terms with my grief in losing my grandma and my grandfather. I finally had to seek guidance. I had to acknowledge the fact that I wasn't okay and that it probably, I'm never going to be the same since losing them. But I can now learn to navigate my life moving forward and how to live without them being physically present and figuring out ways to still connect and, you know, heal moving forward as much as I can. Along with that, y'all, I had to learn. I'm still currently learning my triggers, but I had to learn my triggers. I was taught valuable lessons about speaking up about when I need help. So around this time last year, I ended up homeless. In the prior to that, a few months, I had been living with my uncle and I saved to get a car because in order for me to get to work and save for an apartment at the time, I needed to get a vehicle. And at some point, I guess an assumption was made, an assumption was made on his part. And he thought because I was able to get the car, that I was in a position to get an apartment at that time, and I wasn't. And I wasn't even in the position to where I would be able to like pay rent staying with him and then also trying to get out. Because, y'all, if you stay West Coast, you already know. Thankfully, I'm in a better position now, but at this time, I just wasn't in that position. So that being said, I try to communicate that to the best of my ability, But also my pride kind of got in the way because the difference between living in the South and here is the cost gap. So the cost of living is a lot different. So this is one of the first times where it was a little bit more difficult for me to be on my own. And I was just going through a lot. And I communicated to how I thought I needed to. But long story short, I felt like I was 
being put in a situation that I wasn't ready for at that time. And it was true, I wasn't ready for it, but it taught me a lot. I probably stayed, I think in the, at the time I was probably staying in my car for about like, I wanna say two going on three weeks. And then I ended up moving with one of my best friends and I stayed with her and her mom for probably about a month or two before getting my apartment. So I was close, I was saving up the money it was just in order to get the deposit, continue paying, you know, insurance and my car, I had to stack and I just needed time to do that. Two months wasn't long, but it was just at that time I was so, I was being bombarded with so many things, so many different weights being hit from like a toxic relationship that I was going through, through losing family members, through really learning how to communicate. It just taught me a lot about myself and luckily I had other people that were able to because at the time my mom and my other siblings were in Texas they didn't live where we currently live now so I was kind of just like solo dolo and I learned a lot about myself I learned that I was a lot stronger than I thought I was and I'm thankful I came out of it I wouldn't wish that on anyone but it just showed me like I wasn't willing to give up. At the time, I was still modeling full time. I was still going to my shows. I was still going to go sees. Like I would, uh, I had a gym membership. So what I would do is I like park at one of my other friends' apartments because they had the gated condos. I would sleep in my car. Um, at the times where I couldn't like actually stay with them, I would sleep in my car and then I would drive super early in the morning to the gym and I would just shower, do my makeup, get dressed for my go and I would go. And I was really dedicated because I could have moved back to the South because I had family, friends there, and I already had jobs lined up. But y'all, when I tell you there was this feeling inside of me, I was like, I'm not willing to go back. Like, I know that this is temporary and no matter what it is that I have to do to get out of this, I'm going to do it. And I, y'all, I don't know how I knew I was gonna get out of it, I just did. And so at the time, it seemed like hard. I know I had issues sleeping, obviously, because I was in the car. But it was just like I had this hunger inside of me that wouldn't allow me to give up. So I kept modeling. I was able to go to New York Fashion Week. I did Las Vegas Fashion Week and Swim Week here. I did a... Arizona Fashion Week and like a few others. So I was able to be successful in that way. And then I was also in doing that in the two months that I was also working conventions, saving money and getting my apartment. I had to relearn because I was grieving so hard how to get back into the swing of now constantly working because at first, after losing my family members, I, will, I was put in a position where I was resting. So to go from resting for a long period of time to back into consistent work, it kind of is a hard transition. So for me, something that helped me during that time, I did a lot of journaling, a lot of reading. I had to do affirmations. So like when I go to the gym, I put my earphones in and I would listen to affirmations. Or like when I was getting ready to go to these go-sees, I'd be in the 
mirror and I'd be like, you got this, you're amazing, you're wonderful, you're beautiful, you're talented, you're strong, you're a survivor. Like I was literally speaking life into myself and I was able to get through it and I'm so grateful. And along with that, y'all, I also had to, within transitioning out of that, Within being at the point that I am now, I had to let go of a lot of friendships, a relationship, a really one of the most serious relationships in my life. I had to let go of someone and I didn't want to do that. But I came to the conclusion that if I love myself the way that I do, what's meant for me will be for me. But I really need to take this time for myself to make sure, one, if this is even what I want. And then two, to do everything that I put my mind to because I have to love me first and foremost in order to love anyone else. And then now when I see certain red flags, because I know that that's a popular thing on the social media now. Everyone's like, oh, red flags, red flags. But when you've had experience with very traumatic things within your life like I have, you learn to identify certain behaviors and people that can trigger something very volatile within yourself and you no longer allow them to get multiple chances to prove you right once my instinct and my intuition more so my intuition because the instinct can kind of have you flighty sometimes once my intuition kicks in and my higher self aligns me with the message that i need to receive about someone if I get the feeling that you're not in alignment with where I'm going, as of lately, it's been like, okay, first time, maybe they might be going through something. By the second time I see it, I'm like, all right, we don't have to have a conflict. We may not even have to have a conversation. I'll just distance myself because now I'm not going to put myself in the position like I have in the past, overextending myself, overexerting my energy, or even just allowing my energy to be siphoned in a way that isn't good for me. I'm no longer doing that. So within doing that therapy, guys, and really just making a point every day, we're not perfect. We're all learning every day how to be the best version of ourselves. With that thought in mind, every day I wake up, with the idea that I'm going to do the best that I can. Just that. And then I do the necessary steps in order to complete the task. And whatever that looks like for the day. And it has brought me to this point to now have a better relationship with my family. Which all of these things require action, y'all. I had to learn how to communicate. I had to learn how to identify my feelings. I had to be completely real with myself, my emotions, the things that I feel, my fears. I had to face all of these things inside of myself head on so that I can make goals towards building towards my future. And I said that mainly to let y'all know, like, we're all going through something right now. And if I'm able to go through that and get to where I am now, and I'm still not where I want to be, but that just goes to show y'all. And I know a lot of you guys listening have experienced traumatic things as well, but do not give up. 
Do not allow your current circumstances to define you. I know that people find it cliche, but when I say this, I truly mean it because I've lived it. It is temporary. Your current circumstances aren't permanent. Remember that. It is not a forever thing. Push past the discomfort. Everything that you're feeling at this moment is going to elevate and help you evolve into who you're meant to be. Learn how to view the obstacle and get through it no matter how uncomfortable you may become. Overall, the lessons that I've learned, y'all, in 2022 that have allowed me to show up as the woman that I am currently, I was taught through toxic relationships, whether it was a, a intimate relationship, a familial relationship, or a platonic relationship. I was taught self-love. I was taught how to put myself first and how to stop looking for love in other people and pour that love into myself. I was taught how to have boundaries. Upon having self-love, you then also are able to learn your boundaries, the things you do and don't like, what you will and won't allow, and what boundaries will change as you evolve. And... I learned how to release and let go of unnecessarily unnecessary feelings, energy, and relationships and attachments to things that don't allow me to be my best self. These were all lessons that I've relearned and learned during 2022 that I am aware of. And I'm grateful now, um, shout out to my friend Tiffany, because I know she's going to be listening. Prior in December, we both had a funeral for ourselves. And with that being said, we hosted a funeral. We both said eulogies and we did a ritual where we released the old version of ourselves. And we celebrated and brought in the new version of ourselves because in order to eat, evolve to transcend to the goddesses that we are we have to let go of the wounded warriors that got us to this point and y'all i cried like a baby at my funeral i'm not gonna lie to you it was bittersweet because the girl the little girl that was in survival mode that got me to this moment i love her no matter what because she got me through some things that i don't think most people could have gone through but in order for me to show up as a woman that I am now and moving forward, I have to allow her to have peace and to release her because I can no longer think from a state of survival if I'm going to be abundant. It's just not doable. It's not feasible at where I am currently within my life. With that being said, y'all, every day, even now, I had to make a commitment to align myself with what I chose for my life to be. I had to make conscious choices. 
I had to start realizing like, okay, if I decide to either go out or should I continue to do my business plan for the week, what's going to put me in a better position? Should I binge watch this television show or read this book that I need to do a blog post on? Which one is going to put me in better alignment with that goddess that I see myself as? I had to start thinking, what can I do within the present that's going to align me with my future self? And you guys would do the same. It's just like, if you show up every day as the goddess or God, but we're fems over here, so I'm just going to say goddess. If you show up every day as a goddess that you see yourself as, you're going to make decisions like that goddess. And then over time, you're going to become that, whether it be that boss, that multimillionaire, that entrepreneur, the best mom, the best friend, the best woman that you show up and are every day. And at some point, it won't be an unconscious thing. It'll be a conscious thing. It won't even be anything that you have to think of. It won't even have to be a choice. It'll just start aligning with who you are as a person because you've become that. My biggest takeaway from this year, y'all. My biggest takeaway from this year is to just let it go. Don't dwell too much on the past. You can't stress too much about the future. And enjoy the present and make the best decisions for yourself possible. That's what I, that was my biggest takeaway from 2022. With everything that I learned in 2022, I choose to exercise and implement the growth from the lessons that I learned. So I'm choosing to break cycles. I'm choosing to no longer not value myself. If someone puts me in a position to where I'm having to choose between what's best for me and how to show up for them, I have to choose myself. Because in choosing myself, I'm doing what is in best alignment for me. And hopefully that person's able to do the same. But I'm taking care of me moving forward because I can't help anyone if I can't help myself. Just like you guys, we have to be selfish with the energy and the time and the things that we put into ourselves. We also have to make sure our cup is full so we can help fill other people's cups. We can't fill anyone's cup or service anyone if our well has run dry. It's not doable. And y'all, so my shadow work goes for 2023 are to... Now I've I'm going to continue to do the shadow work on myself, but now that I am moving forward with my business and I have some upcoming business goals that I do want to talk about in the future, I want to implement shadow work in my business. So ways that I need to better myself and showing up for my business as a whole, how I can be consistent, how I can plan what does the business me look like? How do I show up as the best business owner and entrepreneurial version of myself? So I'm going to get a shadow work journal like I have for 
when I work internally just in my own personal life. I'm going to get one for my business so I can hold myself accountable and write down where my strengths are, where my weaknesses are, and the things that I want to work on moving forward. So that's one of my biggest goals, business shadow work journal. And lastly, y'all, remember, redirection is a blessing. There was so many times during this year where life lifed for me and it threw me a curveball and I had to pivot and change my methods of attack or the strategies or just the way that I was living in general. And I, what I thought I was being punished for actually ended up being a blessing. It allowed me to get to know who I was on a new level and to be able to open up authentically to other people that may be listening. I had to understand that I was being toxic to myself. And in being toxic to myself, I allowed myself to be in a toxic relationship intimately. I allowed myself to have toxic friendships and I wasn't showing up for the best version of myself. I had all these dreams and all these things that I wanted to do, but I wasn't actively making the choices that was going to put me in the position and alignment. And once I faced that and I was real with myself, and every day I just made little changes to become who I saw myself as. Each day I became a better version of me. That being said, I'm thankful for where I am now. And I'm still going to continue to be open and honest with you guys. Share what methods I've used, the different types of unconventional healing techniques I come across and I really just want to open up about my journey because we're building a community where mental health needs to be spoken up about and I'm okay with talking about the things that I go through because we're all human we're all learning life together and there's nothing wrong with that and so on that note y'all let's bring in 2023 in the best way possible. I can't wait for episode two of season two. And thank you guys for tuning in. If you aren't already, please follow my Instagram. It's at that FinFatale podcast. Follow our Twitter at that FF podcast, YouTube at that FinFatale, and TikTok at that FinFatale podcast. And on that note, y'all, I'll see you guys next week. And thank you so much for listening. Bye.